Okay, hi, welcome back to Conversation Chronicles. This is episode three, my name is Uchia, and this is actually part two with Gabriel, who introduced himself in the first part, so if you haven't done so already, make sure to go check that out, because I feel like otherwise you may be quite lost within the chaos that is this conversation. But other than that, I feel like there's not much I need to say, so I'm going to shut up and let you enjoy this conversation. If we gave, like, even a, a, like 1% of the amount of money that the, our taxes give to the military and to armed forces and to the police defense and all of that to either putting it into communities where there's lacking good schools or where there's gang violence or into prisoners, rehabilitation. At the same time, the United States has over 800 foreign military bases I yeah. because and in the past they they organized coups against governments because because they weren't um the political the po- political figures that were being elected were were anti-american they've done that in iran they tried doing that in iran um they did that in guatemala they did that in chile they did that in Honduras, and now they're all politically unstable because of the United States. I also think that, like, the level... Okay, so you come from Costa Rica. I think the one thing that you should be so incredibly proud of as a Costa Rican is the fact that you guys We're don't American have a military. You literally don't have a military. Like, that's insane. And most of the money went um, was invested into education exactly. and um, healthcare. Exactly. We have universal healthcare in Costa Rica. Exactly. Like, our level of involvement in violence and countries that really don't need our involvement is insane. Like, mm. where were the military forces when they could have helped Lebanon? Where were the military forces when they could have helped? Afghanistan and the 19 troops were retrieved and now Afghanistan is basically up for grabs to the Taliban. Where were the troops when there was the biggest crisis in the entire world in literally where was that? Anyway, like we could use because we do have, a, like, America has a ton of power. And although I think that we shouldn't be putting as much money as we are into the military, because I think that, I mean, I'm not anti-military. I obviously, like, respect veterans. I'm grateful for the military, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, I do think that violence shouldn't be the answer. Like, if you think about it, if you look back into the wars from, like, okay, take World War I'm not going to take World War II because that's kind of sticky, but if you take literally any situation where conflict was enticed and you think about the two leaders from the two parties sitting down and having a conversation, even if the conversation doesn't end well, like just trying to reason with each other would have saved so many lives. Yeah, but at the same time, the sad truth is um, 
war has always been the solution yeah. to, <laughs> to human yeah. that's, what, that's what hurts there's always going to be someone that's power hungry and again like if you look back in history all of the drastic like groundbreaking change has been made because of violence with maybe the exception yeah. of Martin Luther King who was the even Napoleon he was a notorious evil man they are and we idolize these you people know what, as well you know what he wanted he wanted a unified Europe um so to avoid conflict he was using conflict to avoid conflict like it's just why is it that in situations where okay the Middle East is not something that I'm too, too familiar with, but sorry, I'm just the audio is going to Um, in okay, so in the Middle East, for example, the United States has been notorious for their um interventions, whether it be positive or negative, depending on what Putin says, because apparently our president is or former president is a literal puppet for Putin, which rhymes. Um, but, okay, I take, I take Afghanistan a lot as an example because I've read about it and I've learned about it and it's very close to my heart and it kind of hurts every time I, like, talk about it so I've seen anything about it. And... It's just, like, because we pulled out those 19 troops, like, so many lives are going to be lost. So many lives. Like, there are bombs on a daily basis. Innocent civilian ones, too. And -hmm. it's like, you make a generalization, like Syria, for example. Syrians in our eyes, like, when we think of Syria, we think of war. When we think of Afghanistan, we think of war. Because that's how it's been painted to us, and it's how it's been painted to everybody else. Like, Mm -hmm. it's hard to deny the fact that if you look at our coverage, striving communities. Yeah, and also like the thing that like boggles my mind the most is that I feel like the Middle East and Africa they get absolutely no recognition. Oh wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, sorry. (laughs) In the media, and, like, everything you see about them is negative news. Oh, wait, if you want, I've seen some good, um, you know, I'm really interested in a lot of, um, civil engineering projects and all that. Yeah. Um, there's these big projects happening in, in Africa. You want me, I can send you some videos, if you're interested. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But, like, more than that, Because there's this big one, which is like an artificial island um, in Lagos, which is one of the biggest cities in Africa. Yeah, yeah, I know where Lagos is. Um, They're building a whole new um, district. Yeah, bro, Africa is the future. It is so the future. And I've said that for Mm -hmm. literal years. And, like, Mm -hmm. the thing that, like, it ticks me off, right? Because I'm European. Like, throughout the entirety of history, I have been the worst person like, I'm British, hello. I'm French, hello. And I'm Italian. Like, 
definition of just like add a little bit of German in there and it'd be done. And like I'm a little bit Spanish as well. Like <laughs> so colonized literally. I'm colonized literally just blood. a colonizer. <laughs> and I recognize so much and I I think that we don't like recall the fact that at the end of the day, all of our culture, everything we are comes from the Middle East and African countries, mostly the Middle East. And, like, if you look at Spanish culture, for example, Spain, thriving, they're doing great. I mean, not really at the moment, but, like, they're a developed country. Yeah. The vast majority of their culture, including their language, is derived from Arabic culture and Middle Eastern culture. Yeah, they were here for eight centuries, and they tried to erase all that. Exactly. Yeah. So now, a culture that was originally the Middle Eastern culture, that, is, that still is, their food, their traditions, their language, their everything was taken away from them because of colonizers, and now they get absolutely no recognition. And when there's wars going on, which, from the beginning of time, if they were better off, if they were not corrupt because of different colonizers, like, if you think about it, India was released, what, like, I think it's like, 40, more than 40 years ago. But, like, countries on a, like, they weren't, like, colonization wasn't that long ago. Like, even if you just think about, like, affiliation with different countries, like, it's, it's not new. I mean, it's not old, sorry. And, like, these countries, we basically butchered their culture, their people, killed them, slaughtered them, left them basically with nothing took over their culture, made it our own, and now, when they are facing literal terrorism, we're nowhere to be found. Nope. And, like, that's kind because of... Because they really just left them there, and then, okay, organize your own government. And the worst part, the, like, what really makes me want to slap a bitch is that, like, <laughs> we're racist towards them. Like, huh? So let me get this straight. That's always been... You took over their land. You took over their culture. You killed their people. You took their religion. You built off of that. You used them as a stepping stone and left them in the trash. You ignore the fact that they have literal terrorism and war happening on a daily basis. You ignore the fact that you have so much privilege. And on top of that, you're going to be racist? Like, huh? All of a sudden, a woman wearing a hijab is like, but like, like, genuinely, huh? Yeah. Like, if I lived in a parallel universe, and I looked down on Earth right now, and I was like, holy shit, what have they done? (laughs) Like, like, my morals aren't always in line, but there's something wrong. But like, why is it real? Like, I just don't understand. <clears throat> no, I was talking for an hour and one minute and 46 seconds. <laughs> don't Do you want to see my sloth? I know that they can't see through the podcast, but I'm going to show you anyway. I bought a sloth planter, which I might give to Gabby. But it's so cute. I love you. I'm going to call it Freddy. 
should record and share this podcast and get us the light of day. It um, might. I might put... You're going to have to record another episode with me where the audio is better because the audio is kind of crap this entire time. But we'll figure out how to make oh, it better. Okay. Um, and I will put parts of this one in the other one. Or I might just, like, chop, chop, chop this one up. Chop, chop, chop. And what else is I going to show you? This is what I also bought for Gabby. This is so cute. They literally can't see in the podcast either, but I'm going to show you anyway. It's like a plant waterer, but it's a frog. And, like, the frog, like, it licks the water, and it waters the plant. Like, it goes, and then the plant's watered. And on top of that, guess what plant it is? What? It's strawberries. Like, I, I don't really know that strawberries will grow and it might just be weeds. But still, that's so freaking cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not me, like, not us having a very deep conversation and then me talking about my planters. <laughs> no, um, but I like it. <laughs> thank you. I, I mean, I say I appreciate it, but it's not even for me, so. <laughs> I don't know. No, what was I going to say? Then there's, um... Um, what's it called? China. That's another big problem. Yeah. In modern day. Okay, bro, I won't lie. I love you very much, right? But I don't think that they can hear anything you're saying because you, when you said China, you went, China. And so you can just hear the glug 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 of the water. Oh, no. Wait, really? Yeah. You went, I'm thirsty. I'm going to be right back. You can talk to the microphone. Okay, guys. Um, it is currently nine o. That was really awkward. I won't lie. You ready? You ready for some ASMR? Oh wow! You have a big water bottle. Come on! Never say never. You ready for some more ASMR? You ready? What did I just say? AS. It literally makes you want to vomit. You ready? I don't know if that sounds even remotely good. How did you spray it? What? Oh, wait, what was I going to say? Um, China. China. They've been giving money out to so many countries. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the loans that they're giving have such low, 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 low interest, you know? Mm-hmm. Compared compared to um, because um they're giving out money pretty much so these so countries can make um big infrastructure projects like um for example sri lanka which is a country oh we love sri lanka east of, <laughs> of um east of india mm-hmm. um he knows his geography brought, mm-hmm. about <laughs> they borrowed money from china to build a big industrial port but now they're and, in debt yeah now they can't pay it back so, you know what the compromise is? China gets to control the, that port for the next 99 years. Like, that's it's so technically, up. It's It's their strategy. They're, they're forcing these, um, these countries to make... Um, um, they're getting more allies this way. You see? Yeah. Because the like... United States, they had, they had a moment of time where they used to do that, like, give out money mm-hmm. to... They still do that in um through the World Bank and the IMF. Yeah, but it's not it's not blackmail. It's not Wait, what do you mean? 
it's not like bribery. Like with the work that the IMF and the World Bank does, it's it's genuine good-hearted work rather than literally bribing someone and then but like most of the contributors um to the IMF and World Bank are Western countries like the United States yeah like US um USAID that's another big organization because they're not just giving these loans out because they want to help help them out so they also want to keep good um foreign relations with these people mm-hmm. but but all these countries they're accepting China's loans now because yeah. they're they're of a lower interest than um, than like IMF and World Bank, so they end up paying less by taking a loan from China, except that they're taking these big loans without even hesitating, like, and yeah, most of these people it. aren't going to be able to pay them out. It's literally just being like, here's something that you desperately need. But you're gonna have to pay for it after. That was gonna make for some really good ASMR in this. Exactly. No, but you can't imagine how many projects have already been underway. Like, um, in um in Ethiopia, they already built a railroad. They built a railroad um with with um a Chinese loan. In what's it called? I think in um. I think uh, they're building a big highway system in Kazakhstan, which is a country in um, Central Asia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're taking yeah, advantage now, of vulnerable countries that are so easily developed. And just, exactly. It's disgusting. I also think that the fact that, like, it, okay, I, as you know very well, am... I say this a lot, and it kind of sounds cocky when I say it, but I promise it's not. Like, I'm an empath to a fault. Like, it's very difficult for me to separate feelings towards other people because I feel for them too much. Mm-hmm. I also, like, the biggest thing I take pride in is my morals because I think that, I don't know, I just think they're my, well, obviously they're my morals, so I must think that they're okay, but I can't imagine being somebody in power right now and seeing everything that's going on in Wuhan or not in Wuhan sorry what's it what's it oh, I can't pronounce this too Uyghur. um what's going on with the internment camps in China right now yeah the Uyghurs yeah but it's like a name of a city but I can't pronounce it anyway um I can't imagine looking at what's going on right now and seeing the literal holocaust and turning a blind eye because China manufactures everything. Like, they make everything. Yep. Like, I would bet good money that half of the things in my room are made in China. And that's because um, it's because developed countries have trade deals with China, so they can't really do anything about it. They can't they can exactly. intervene in it because most of the imports are coming from China. But that's what I'm saying. But, like, for example, the U.S., we could have the power to do something. Would we want to jeopardize mm-hmm. that trade deal? Maybe not, but we could. Politicians are never going to do it. But that's China what I'm saying. Way too much of, um, that's what it, that's in what it's so fucked up. Because in 2008, when the government um, economic crisis, you know. Mm-hmm. No, but like oh. that—that that is like an inherent issue within 
like society in general that I like I genuinely just don't understand is that like we value the economy and material and just business in general over human life and like it took so long for me to understand that and to like let that sink in because I just can't like I can't imagine someone looking at a business deal that yes could help a bunch of people but then seeing a literal version of the holocaust happening and turning a blind eye um what's it called the u.s government has actually in the past um i don't know if you knew this but like um they they, our lives already have a price like uh, obviously like you've already heard of those values like a life is priceless or something like that Mm -hmm. us has a way to calculate whether um like for example um you know those um big seawalls and stuff like that for projects like that um they calculate how many people are in the area and how much it would cost to to like um i don't know what it was it was like um oh yeah so um our human lives are valued at 10 million dollars um so for each life loss they would calculate like um how much it would impact the economy and stuff like that which is sickening it's so sickening and like but yeah they value they 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 actually put a price on human life wait let let me find that article but like even more than that they act like chess masters and play with human life and people's well-beings as if it was literally just chess pieces I'm a cough, yep. and this is going to sound terrible in the audio, so I apologize in advance for future Luchi trying to edit this. Thank you. <coughs> Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, here it is. NPR. I will... I don't know how to link things when you do stuff on podcasts. I don't think that you can. But look no. it up. Uh-huh. Educate yourself. Educate okay. yourself by chocolate. There you go. I, um, so I've already seen two videos on economic development in, in Africa. Yeah, I saw that. Thank you very much. I will look into both of them. Um, or and then this one is how government agencies um determine the dollar value of human life. Yeah, I but like to me, what's twisted is like it's like the fact that people are so driven by money. And, like, yeah, I want to be rich mm-hmm. because I, I just do. Like, I don't – obviously, no one wants to be in a situation where you're lacking money for, like, regular resources. You know what I mean? Especially when when you're rich, you do have the ability to provide for others, which is also really twisted, but true. Not in a capitalist society. Yeah, but that's – like, the fact that we can donate to charity and take the liberties with our money that people who make minimum wage... They get tax cuts for donating for charity. I know. Um, Even at the supermarket, you know how um they tell you, yeah, what would you like to donate $1 to San Jude? But that's... That's, um... No, no, that's the company donating money to pass on tax cuts. Yeah. Look it up. No, 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 I believe you, I believe you, but I still think that, like, giving $20 to a homeless person in the street, like, 
we have the ability to do that when other communities don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, I totally believe in that, but, like, for example, in that supermarket case, you should donate directly to the organization instead yeah, of going through Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. and always will. My because mom they're gonna, yeah, exactly, they're going to be getting tax cuts yeah, with but, the money that you're giving to donate because they're going to donate it in their name, and that's going to go, that's going to be cut off from their taxes um, as a business, which is going to contribute less to society. Yeah, I mean, also, like, they do need to pay, I think the, the way that I can explain that it works is that you have, like, so let's say that the Women's Media Center, right, the um, ONG that my mom works for, mm-hmm. she is trying to raise money to, I don't know, do whatever she does with it, but they don't have an office right now. So they're trying to raise money to reopen the trainings that they do, which help women in the media who want to be journalists and people with valued positions in the media, right? So mm-hmm. she goes to Whole Foods, for example. She's like, look, if you put my bucket and give the ability to people to donate impromptu, so like they don't have to go online, they don't have to look up, like, it's so much easier to donate when you're going to a supermarket versus looking up the company online, which is, like, kind of a trap. But they're like, okay, like, if you put our bucket next to St. Jude's and all of the other ones, then we'll give you, like, 6% of the profits, which is insane. But if you look at it long term, like, because they have that exposure, they will be making more money. Yeah, that's what, that's what I feel like. If you if you are interested in donating to these organizations, you should okay. You go to your local supermarket and say, and when they ask you, oh yeah, would you like to donate to this? You have an idea of what organization you want to donate to, so just go to the website. Yeah, but then you're there. It's like you might as well just. And then also, like, if you donate once, then you can go back and donate again. Like it's not. You know what I mean? Like it's. But donating at grocery stores, just gives less money to public services that are already underfunded. Yeah, but if you look at it from the point of view of said charity, like making a deal with a grocery store or like a Francesca's, I don't know why it's a Francesca's because they've donated money there, but um, mm-hmm. if you do it somewhere where people are already spending money, not only do you then guilt them into spending money on children with cancer, but like the chances are they're going to say yes because it's what? If you donate a dollar... And, like, every other customer donates. Oh. That's going to be so bad to edit back. Oh. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was playing with my crystals, okay? I just wanted the good energy. <laughs> oh. Anyway, what was I saying? Wait, let me just, like, pick the crystal I want to pick. Yeah. Um. Like, okay, so. First of all. Although, yes, I do have to give, like, 1% of what. I received from this particular Francesca's back to the store because obviously they're not going to just promote a charity for free because mm-hmm. why would they do that? <laughs> um, but overall, you're going to be making so much more because if you're a smaller charity that like no one knows about and they, nobody's going to go out and like it's so right, right. difficult for charities to 
get the right amount of exposure, especially with like GoFundMe's and although all of this is really, really great, it does make the charities that are supporting a bigger, more long-term, more broad cause, it does make it very difficult for them to not only earn money, but gain recognition for what they're doing. So if you have your name plastered on a bucket in the Francesca's that every other person even just like puts their change in after they're done working, like if you have to give like 1% of the money that you earn back to the store, your overall profit margin is going to be so much bigger than if you didn't make that deal in the first place. I know you have both. Okay, at the same time, I think it is a good idea to do that. That way people have more exposure mm-hmm. to that. But by doing that, yes, 1% of the profit is going to um, is going back to the store. But what's happening is that your money is being taken by the store and donated in the name of the store to the organization. Yeah, but does it really and matter under whose that, name it's donated? Huh? But does it really matter under whose name it's donated as long as it gets to yeah. the right place? Yeah, it does. Because Excuse me, those dog. donations Sorry. those donations are what give them tax cuts. So they're going to be contributing less to services like Medicare, um, less to um, like a road road safety, less to government organizations, because they're paying these charities instead. Um, there's a there's a rule on that. Like businesses can or pay taxes or donate to these businesses, no, I, except they're. I don't doubt that they're getting. Oh, no, no, yeah, it's a, it's a rule. Look it up. Wait, no, 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 me... I, I believe you I'm fully. Gonna, I'm going to find another article. <laughs> Bro, he's going to send me, like, 1,500 articles by the end of this. Um, But also, like, I feel like... How do I explain this? Although, yes, it's corrupt. It's bastardized. It still gets it's... money to those charities. Overall, like... These oh, here it is. Are Generally, winning. you can deduct up to 50% of adjusted gross income. Non-cash donations for more than $500 are required completion. But, yeah. No, yeah, but okay. Hypothetically, your charity would like maybe a hundred... No, okay, we'll give, we'll give them a thousand people on their mailing list who donate on a semi-regular regular basis, right? And you have a very, very important cause that everyone can relate to and that is so genuinely important that you, with the right resources, could help contribute to change said issue. And yes, you have those 1,000 people on your mailing list, but if they donate, what, $100 a year, you're left with $100,000 a year which you then need to finance everything to do with your charity. The people who work for your charity need a steady income. So you need to pay them. You have to pay for the resources. You have to pay for the office buildings. You have to pay for charity events that you're trying to host, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So in total, you probably earn, like, what, like, maybe $10,000 because of all of those expenses that you need to pay. So mm. when you do that, and on top of that, you have, people that are not only hearing your name, therefore looking you up and joining your mailing list or promoting you to other people or tagging you in an Instagram, like, even just stuff like that, like, it's very important for a brand to get that exposure, and I don't mean brand, I mean, like, charity. 
Excuse me, why are you yelling at me? Um, by putting these buckets there, even if they get overall over the course of a year $200,000 from these because there are 200000 like people who decide to donate $1 if it's a chain, right? Like, and you have to give 50% of that away. That's still $100,000, which is the amount that you would make regardless. So you're doubling your profit, and yes, you have to pay a bit, but instead of earning $10,000, you're earning, you're earning $110,000. You know, yeah, I do get that, but <clears throat> I'm not saying that they shouldn't be promoting themselves in these supermarket chains and all that. What I'm saying is that when the consumer sees this, this charity, they should, obviously, thanks to this, they're getting exposure. But I, I don't agree that they should be donating with the store. I think they should go on their website because most of these charities make it really easy to donate. Yeah. And to donate directly to them instead of going through a middleman, you know? I And I get that, but I also think that... But I'm not saying, I'm not saying that they shouldn't... Um, they shouldn't promote themselves in supermarkets. No, I don't. I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I also think that putting a quarter in a bucket for a charity versus looking up the charity, looking up how to donate, putting your credit card. Like, people are lazy. Like, people. Oh, and they shouldn't be really lazy. Good. But, like, this that's country on is them. way too lazy. But, I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> they are. Like, no matter how you play it or you cut it, they are. And, like, let's say that toast. you say. If you see a bucket at a supermarket with a, a name of a charity on it, or it's at the bottom. Oh, wait, sorry, it's, it's cutting off. Sorry? No, I, I just stopped talking because <laughs> I heard I'm you. <laughs> and you can hear, I don't think. But basically, like, what was I saying? If they have their the name of their company and their website um, address on the bottom of your receipt, for example, versus having a bucket where it's just so easy to put your extra change. Like, let's say you pay with cash. You gave a $20 bill. Your bill was $19.75. You have 25 cents. It's a hassle to put it back into your wallet, open up your... Like, people are lazy, especially when you're in a rush. It's like the same way that having a tip jar is so insanely helpful for people. Like, if you're there, and if it's a quarter, and you know that you're probably going to lose that quarter underneath a chair in your car, like, if you put that quarter in the box, that's getting further than you will. You wouldn't think to do that if it weren't so impossibly accessible. That's kind of a sad thing. Yeah, but I do think that for charity... Yeah, I agree. People are lazy, and I guess this is the easiest way for them... To earn this money. But it, like, the thing that I kind of appreciate and, like, go off is that charities, they utilize the fact that Americans, or not Americans, but, like, everyone is lazy. Like, if I bought frozen yogurt and I paid with a $10 bill and it was $9 and I have four quarters and change, chances are if there's a tip jar, I'm probably going to put those four quarters in the tip jar because... I feel like a good person that day. Or if you have, like, 15 cents and you don't want... Like, those 15 cents aren't going to be of great value to you versus if you put them in a tip jar or if you put them in a bucket that goes to charity or... You know what I mean? Like, 
yeah. those 15 steps. It's, it's just convenience, pretty much. Exactly, it's accessibility. Which... <sighs> but, yeah, it's kind of a sad truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, because... Yeah? I, it's my dinner time, so I have to go, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> not at being 9.30 and it's not eating yet. Um, <laughs> but thank you We're so no much eating. for being literally the first person ever. Oh. I mean, I, I was happy to be on this podcast with you're, you. You're going to have to be on it again because I won't lie. The audio is probably going to be shit the entire time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most probably. <laughs> um, But I appreciate our conversation. For We were, we were yeah. talking. Like, I have a hundred, whoa, a hundred, I have an hour and 26 minutes of footage to go through. <laughs> oh, dear. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But thank you for being my first ever guest. Also, you're the first person, okay, I'm still thinking of a name. You're going to just have to help me real quick. I kind of um, want to name it Conversation Chronicles because I think that that sounds really good. But everyone tells me that it's not a good name. So, like... Chronicle Heights. Chronicle Heights? I don't know. Like, because of Friendship you live, Heights? You live in... Yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to expose where I live. Friendship Heights isn't that big. Okay, fine. I don't um, listen. I could do Conversation well, yeah, Chronicles with, with Lucia. <laughs> no. Wait, go for something more original. Maybe, like, something to do with DC. No, because I don't want it to be, like... Because the point is, this isn't for it to be about me, rather just people having genuine conversations with me, or just by myself, because I I ain't gonna lie to you, they can't hear a single thing anyone is saying, because they can just hear, chicka 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 chicka. I'm sorry. It's fine, it's fine, you're good. I'm going to- I'm trying to get the burnt pizza toast off. (laughs) Love that for you. If you were going to name my podcast, what would you name it? I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Do you no, want to see can. what that looks like on the audio? I'm going to show you anyway. Look. Do you see that? Yeah. Bitch. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Have a good lunch. I mean, um, dinner. Wait, wait, wait. I just, if you had to name my podcast, what would you name it? Um, Keep Chronicles. Um, Just gotta find another name. But it's Conversations. Coffee, Coffee Table Chronicles. I don't even drink coffee. It was either like Conversation Chronicles or like anything but Weather Talk. Which like, okay, what about? I think sounds good, but I apparently I'm terrible at thinking of names, so. Okay, what about, um... Keeping up with the Lucia. Planter... No. Um, something to do with can- Candles Fumes. The Fumes mm-hmm. Chronicles. No, but, like... Okay, why don't we like Conversation Chronicles? Some of y'all are just, like... I could be... It could be just, like, Conversation Chronicles with Lucia and her friends. That sounds really bad. I, that kind of makes me want to mm-hmm. vomit. Conversation Chronicles. It sounds good. Like, it rolls off your tongue. COVID Chronicles. No, no, no. No, because this is going to go horribly and perfectly. 
Um, what about? Anyway, I got this. I got this. I got this. Bro, um, all of you hate Conversation Chronicles, and I think it's kind of a good name, so I'm torn. Uh, Houseplant. Houseplant Chronicles. Houseplant Chronicles. It needs to, like, make sense. Like, it needs okay, to entice fine. people to listen. <laughs> what about Sit Down, Sit Down, Sit Down, sit down Chronicles? What? That, huh? It's just people sitting down and having. A conversation. But exactly why it's called Conversation Chronicles. Like, huh? So we, you really don't like it, do you? <laughs> why I don't, don't you like I, it? I really like Conversation Chronicles. Why? I don't know. It's like the... Why not? Why not? Okay, okay. You ready? Oh, you ready? This case is really bad. I already know it. <laughs> So I'm gonna release. I'm um, gonna make a bloopers episode, and this entire past eight minutes of footage is gonna be on. Honestly, that. honestly, just do, just do Chronicle Heights. I Chronicle like it. Heights. It's, it's got a good tone. But like, what does it mean? Chronicle Heights. But like, just Chronicles are stories. Heights. Okay. What about like it? Like going to different heights to to listen. What is that? And honestly, to the, do name, with anything the name that attracts people because podcast. they don't know what you're talking about, so they're going to be more but interested. No, because in they want to know what they're going to like. Okay, I I did a lot of reading on what we should do, right? For okay, what about name. the political? The political. Um, but it's not just going to be about divide. politics. I'm the talk political about, divide. But it's not just going to be about politics. Okay, fine. Um, it's going to be about everything. The weekly. The weekly sit down. The weekly sit down. No, because I'm not about to commit to weekly episodes. The monthly. No, the because monthly I'll probably do more than the monthly. The occasion. That's so bad. Okay, well, you hear me out. Conversation chronicles about everything under the sun. You're being too specific. Titles but that's the point. No, it's meant to be specific because you want to entice people and you want them, like... I listen to a certain type of podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of want to, like, you see, David Dobrik, right? Love his podcast. He's insane. His podcast like, name is Views Featuring David Dobrik and Jason Nash. Because he yeah. has a famous You don't really know what that is. What? What that means. Yeah, but because it's David freaking Dobrik... You're going to click on it anyways. I'm not David Dobrik yet. Yet. Like, no, if I put everything under the sun, featuring Lucia Perot, like, no one's going to, like, huh? It's like, yeah, my grandpa's going to click on it, but what about the rest of y'all? You know what I mean? Like, it needs to be something that actually, and, like, if there's a there's a description of it anyway, so I can describe what we're going to do in there anyway, but, like, it needs to... <laughs> Attract people. Oh, yeah. I like... Why does everyone hate Conversation Chronicles? Mm. Why? Sit down, Chronicles. That doesn't make sense, though. Like, Chronicles is a series of stories. Conversations are interactions between two people, so Conversation Chronicles means it's a series of conversations. Like, that makes sense. Not y'all all here. Okay, fine, fine, fine. 
no, you don't like it, but I don't know what to do about it. I'm going to ask my private story that I'm going to make soon. No, do it. Conversation Chronicles, vote for her. No, I kind of don't like it. I'm going to put... Uh, <laughs> no, you're saying you don't no, like but it. I, I like it, but it's just that everyone keeps on telling me that it's not good, and so you're making me doubt my executive decision-making. No. Okay, but like, here, listen listen to this. Mm-hmm. Then you can come, don't worry. You ready? You ready? You ready? And see. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Conversation Chronicles. Like, <laughs> No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's good. It's good. Uh, are you being so mean to me? I'm kidding. It's good. Cry. I'm going to take my microphone and cry. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Joe, go for it. But you don't like it. I like I'm it. coming! Go eat. What? <laughs> Thank Conversation you. Chronicles, go for it. You ready? Thank you so much for coming on to this episode of Conversation Chronicles, Gabriel. We really appreciate your presence. <laughs> I can't think thank you, thank you so much, Lucia. It was a pleasure to to talk with you tonight. So much yeah. time. <laughs> it was, okay, wait, wait. Let me, let me redo that. <clears throat> thank you so much, Lucia. It, it was a pleasure to, you really did to, to sit before, down. Man. Like, if anyone's listening to this, they just listen to us be talking literal shit for the past 20, like, hour and 35 minutes. So this is not the time to try and be formal, Gabriel. Mm-mm. Okay, okay. Thank you. No, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me with you. You're going to have to be on soon, because conversation This was really nice. This, this was a really nice conversation that we really had to have. Yep, that was, like, it was imperative that we talk no, but actually, like, this is why I want to do this because I love having conversations with people. So why not just like fill send? You, I hated that I said that. Let you cut that out. <laughs> I thank you so much for tuning into this. You ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna put my customer service voice on, but it's gonna be like a weather voice, but it's also gonna be like a podcast. Yeah, customer service. Are you ready? Are you ready? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Conversation Chronicles. And make sure to... Wait, what? What do I say? Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> so, you ready? You ready? Make sure to tune in for the next episode. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Conversation Chronicles. Featuring Gabriel and Rika Fonseca. <laughs> um, Why are you saying my whole name? Because I love saying your whole name. We just like... I don't know, it just makes you feel very... Very formal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, make sure to check out previous episodes. Tune in. Even though this is the first episode, what am I saying? And um, follow the Instagram to find out when podcasts are coming out. And the Twitter, because I probably won't make an Instagram, because I don't know what I would post. So follow the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Follow the Twitter. And follow me on Spotify, because I make bomb-ass playlists. <laughs> Mm, Bye-bye. Okay, that wraps up this third episode and second part of this mini-series, I guess, that I did with Gabe. Um, Gabriel, if you're listening, first of all, I'd just like to shout out the way that you have the most unique perspective and outlook on things that I would never even think of of having like your approach to so many situations differs from mine 
in the best way possible because then I end up learning so much from you. And so that I thank you for. And then again, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really hope that we can do like another like updated version in a bit. But in the meantime, next Sunday, okay, I'm going to I'm going to be real time real quick. Um it's currently 12:44 p.m. on I guess Sunday morning and I have work in like not 9 hours, like 10 hours. 10ish hours. Yeah. Feels right. Um and then at 2 p.m. I get off of work and we go straight to the Outer Banks for a week with one of my literally my oldest friend's family so that's really exciting but I haven't finished packing (laughs) and I forgot that I need to upload an episode until about an hour ago at which point I started filing through footage and cutting and it's been it's been really chaotic but next week I'm hoping that I can either convince my friend Gabby if you're listening um to do an episode with me and that probably will revolve around like true crime because that's something that we're both very interested in um or it'll end up being a member of my family which could also be really interesting especially considering like they don't really know that this podcast exists (laughs) I probably should tell them about that but regardless I do need a little bit of help though because I feel a little bit like a deer in headlights throughout this entire process because although I loved the episode that I just published so the one with Gabriel I don't know whether I prefer it to kind of like a more structured formatted shorter version like the ones I did with Diara or like the one I did with Diara for the first episode that we ever published because although this one did feel a lot more organic or organic and authentic there are moments in which it's very chaotic and the lack of organization kind of gets to me so if you have an input or you have any advice, I welcome it with open my ar- with open arms. Um, because again, I'm I'm just trying my best, and yeah, I don't know what else I have to say. I feel like there's definitely something else I have to say. If you haven't already, apparently, okay. This I don't know that I'm allowed to say this, but I'm trying to get sponsorships on the podcast, not for like mo- monetary value, but purely just because. I feel like if I approach this more as like a business project, then it'll be more beneficial for me learning wise. So one way that I can convince brands to partner with me is if people follow the podcast or I forget if it's follow or like it on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm working on getting it up on Apple Podcasts. It's a work in progress. I'm almost there, but it is very difficult to get it like approved by the board don't really know who the board is but um again clearly I have no idea what I'm talking about but if you could follow that would really help me out in terms of trying to get somebody to partner with me on this because that would be that would be exciting okay I need to go pack (laughs) So I'm going to stop this here, even though I could go talking for ages, but I will see you next week, I guess, if you're on spring break, happy spring break. Um, Yeah, enjoy.